This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you. Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Your support at all levels uh, is incredibly helpful in us getting this out uh, to you every week. And it gets you stuff, including bonus content. There's a ton there and there'll be more coming. Patreon.com slash says who. Oh, so we got a we got a lot to do, but nowhere to be. <laughs> oh, it's true. Hey, it's your old pal, Maureen. Have you heard about books? Well, they're going to be all the rage and you should get some. Hey, don't eat that. Don't eat that. Come here. Don't eat that. Hey, are you in a bedroom with your dog recording a podcast because your partner has taken over the living room with four monitors and four computers? Maybe you need some books. Hey, look, you really, this is the time to get into it. You want to invest the time in a series. You want to get in there. And let me just say this. Independent bookstores need you now. A lot of them are, while the physical, some physical stores are open, some physical stores are not, but they will ship you books and it will cost a dollar or two more, but they need the money. And I know money is going to be an issue, but money, uh, Jeff Bezos has enough and they do not. Also, there are deals happening where you can buy audiobooks with them and that's a huge benefit. And I saw at least one bookstore this morning that's also operating as an official food bank. So check out to see if you have a local bookstore and they, some of them are even doing like home drop off and your library system. If the physical libraries are closed may have like New York definitely does. A lot of places do really robust e-borrowing. I mean, it's great. Like you don't have to do anything. You can just get free eBooks. It's fantastic. Use your library's resources. And that's, that's what they're there for. This is the time. And book, I mean, I, I've written some books. You don't have to read my books. If you want to read, do not eat the carpet. Do not eat. Hold on. Someone's eating the carpet. Oh. No, don't eat the carpet. God damn it. This books. is going to be real hard. Don't eat the carpet. Oh, boy. You're going to hear me moving around a lot. And if you would like to pick up some uh, Says Who merchandise, including the uh unfortunately appropriate these aren't smart guys and things got out of hand three quarter sleeve tea you can go to merch.saysupodcast.com things are still getting made and being shipped so uh you can load up on some good things t-shirts a a meet you at the haunted mansion fanny pack you might need that to think about a goal for later uh all sorts of good stuff Coming to you, merch, M-E-R-C-H dot says who podcast dot com. Merch. It's some stuff that if you want it. <laughs> Is that a good ad? Oh, yes, that was a great ad. All right, Maureen, are you ready? Are you ready to record? I sure am. Are you I've ready? Got, okay. Yeah, I've, I've put it's the, a little uh... bit. Okay. It's a little bit crowded in here. Hey, Dan, have what? you started the laundry yet? Uh, yeah, I got that going a little bit earlier. Okay, great. Hey, Pop, what? have you seen my Switch? Uh, I think it was up in your room. Okay. I don't know, uh, though, but aren't you supposed to be doing school work right now? Oh, my com- computer died. Do you have a charger? I don't I don't know. I, uh, hold on, Maureen. It's a little bit crazy around here. Yeah. Um, Pop? What? Um, can you play Uno with me? I can't I can't play Uno right now. I gotta record with Morgan. Dan, the dog is crying at the door. Can you take her out? The dog I can't walk the dog right now. Oh, could you, okay. 14-year-old, could yeah. you do the dog? Yeah, I can All do right. that. All right, we gotta do we gotta do the show. Um, um I have to go poop up. Uh, oh, all right. I'm gonna hand him off. Oh boy. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. It's a quarantine strategy. I'm Maureen Johnson. (laughs) And I am Dan Sinker. Maureen, I have been hearing podcast after podcast and radio show after radio show this week going to remote recording. And I Mm -hmm. we were ahead of that curve by three and a half years. Suckers. Remember when I was in a closet? Yeah, Suckers. not anymore. 
Not now anymore. we're just in. You're you're a little bit. You are in. The, you are in the bedroom today, right? Yeah, you hear me moving around because I am in here. Come here, chew this, chew this. Come here, chew this, chew this. Uh, with the dog, because uh, Oscar has taken over the living room. That's his office now. On Friday, yeah. he said around. He called me around five and said, "I'm coming in," and he had to <laughs> take a lift, like. Not just a normal car, but one of those uh, like Lincoln Navigator size ones. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because he brought home four monitors, three computers, oh, and um, like two giant plastic bins of like his entire desk and all the wires, plus another in like several boxes of new... Uh, networking things like a mesh network and a like it just and then we rearranged our living room so yeah. our rip our our table <laughs> um are you are you all just tv trays for the rest of quarantine now look dan i'm not gonna lie to you we were we were doing that long before like we don't <laughs> eat at the table we're not people and uh we use the table for like sorting things and playing games and ha whenever yeah. we have people over but we have a for for a New York apartment. We have a big table. It's like a eight footer or so. It's one. It's like a yeah, big, yeah. It's big. You showed me a photo of it with all of the with all the monitors, and I was like, "Oh, did you give up your dining room?" And you were like, "Lol, lol, lol." <laughs> this is New York. Yeah, I mean, I have to say, I'm very lucky that for New York, I have a big apartment. Yeah, like it's it's very spacious. Um, but you know that that table is so we have a big living room area. I mean, suburbanites are going to think it's small, but yeah. you know it's it's big enough. Like we, you know, it's pretty big. But we had to push, take everything off of it, push it against the wall, and then he set up, and it barely holds all the stuff. Yeah, um, I can't photograph the table be anymore because it has um, like a proprietary an NDA around the table. Dan, I'm not even joking. He's like, you may have to sign an NDA because he has oh like some God. kind of fancy dev kit on there that I, I mean, I don't even know. I can't, I'm not going to violate anything. Oscar worked for the CIA. I thought he was a game dev. Well, he, yeah, but it turns out, I think that um, some of the game development equipment is worth more than a lot of stuff the government has. So oh, um, that would do it. But I'm jealous of him and his four monitors and his, uh, the, he has, he basically sits there with a, a big old headset with one of those little microphone arms coming around to his mouth. And uh -huh. he yeah. hilariously is trying to m like mimic his work schedule precisely. So oh, wow. he gets up at the same time. What this, again, one day of this, but I think he will do this. He, <laughs> he literally puts on his work hat, which he keeps on the desk and it says the name of the game on it. And when he's wearing his work hat, it means he's wearing his work hat. Yeah. And then he puts the headphones with the with the little microphone arm over it. And then he has a schedule of meetings. So he's a schedule monitor and a meeting monitor. And it's all very efficient looking. Um, wow. He's doing things like at noon, I have my sandwich. So he gets up and he has the sandwich. And he said, I at this time, I have a cup of tea. And he even brought his work mug with him. That's awesome. So I so as someone I have worked from home for nine years now mm -hmm. um, in one capacity or another and and only recently as a freelancer. Like before that, it was part of a, a large kind of tech nonprofit and then spinning out my own journalism nonprofit, but with a team and all of that. But when I started um, way back for the, for the tech nonprofit, that kind of thing, like the work hat and all of that was actually super important. Um, mm -hmm. for me to get into that sense of, oh, I'm doing work. Like I had clothes that I would change into for work. Right. Um, so that it was, you know, my own mindset. Cause it's hard to adapt. Now it's like I've done it long enough. I can I can work through almost anything happening around me. Plus, it's, you know, I I I do have a basement. It uh it is conducive to being able to do this kind of thing or to get away from people. It's not conducive to a lot of things because it's weird and dark and the ceiling is very low. I can touch it uh, without even extending my arm. Um, but, uh, you know, that sort of thing 
folks who are doing this for the first time, being more rigid than you think, uh, giving yourself, you know, oh, I need to take a shower. Oh, this is the this is this type of thing that I would do during the day. And certainly like these are my work clothes and these are my home clothes. That stuff super helps. It yeah, really, as, really helps. As two people from work who work from home always and hey, don't push the computer with your big feet. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't push the computer with your big feet. Oh boy. She's stretching and I, I feel like I'm I'm trying to steer a ship against a wave. Um we could give you a lot of tips, but uh Dan, I guess the headline of all of this is so there's a there's a thing going on. The podcast we recorded last week was in a in a different space. Remember last week? Last week yes. we were talking okay. about I'm sorry. Go go back to what you were saying. Well, that's I mean, I think it's a pretty I just had this whole thing about how, oh, now I work from home. It's no problem. Ah, I'm very distracted. Well, I think that's very much the point of all of this is that. Um, it's a very, very distracting time. Yeah. And I the last couple of days, I, I mean, so I didn't get any work done last week work wise pretty yeah. much. Not zero, but too close to zero, much closer to zero than it should have been. And um, because I was getting things ready, because I had to physically kind of go out. I don't have a car. And shopping yeah. here was like things were already pretty picked over. So and I didn't want to overbuy. I just had to kind of go from place to place, put a couple things in this little cart, bring it back, drop it off, go back out again. Like I was like hunter gathering a little bit. Um Yeah. And then I closed up all the bins. I, I mean, I, luckily, I started about a week and a half ago. Um, yeah. So I got there before. I went to some of the stores at near the end. And like, you know, there's there were just lines throughout Trader Joe's. But, you know, I'm getting ahead of myself. This is what this is like. It's very jump ahead, jump ahead. It I'm is. in New York City where they declared a state of emergency on Friday. Right. Which is pretty much the moment everyone descended on the stores. And um, as of today, the, I guess last night, restaurants here and bars are closed, which is yep. good. Same here. And it's takeout uh, or delivery only. Um, and the thing that I guess is different about here is that New York is a very, very takeout restaurant centered city. Yeah. It's where a lot of New Yorkers food comes from. Um, I think we may do it more than anywhere else. So, oh, I mean, without a doubt. Yeah. Takeout will thrive. Um, and last night I made sure to get takeout from our, our local diner that we get food from a lot. Um, just to like, I'm like, we're just going to get takeout as much as we can to keep pumping money into them. And uh, I'm also like vegetables, 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 like just I'm all about eating the fresh vegetables. Um, and um, so, yeah, we we find our I, I guess what. I'm not surprised, but the the suddenness of the changes, I think, is what stunned me into. A kind of fog. Yeah, like it's not it's just a fog. It's just like. It's just there's a haze yeah. over my thoughts. I was I was on a work call yesterday and um we you know sort of trying to troubleshoot what happens next with this with this program that I'm that I'm involved in. And I had to be like it was this call last week that you know it's a call of five people and last week i was the one being like i think things might get real wild this week and may change real fast mm -hmm. and everyone else is like do you think and it was like last you know then we were suddenly on a call yesterday and everyone was like oh, my kids are home and everything's you know it's things are moving remarkably fast like just wild fast and if if it is taking you a while to adjust, yes, that would make sense. Oh yeah, you know it is. 
it, everything is upside down right now. And I think that's especially true if you work in food service, if you, you know, I mean, there are all sorts of things where you are, you are scrambling to figure out what's, what's, what's happening. And, um, you know, it, it's, it is, it is okay to feel confused right now and to just be, you know, to have hard time focusing and to have a hard time concentrating. But we're not here to bring you down. We're here we to are not. Out. No, I, I got to take part in something, Dan, that I have to conceal some of the uh, details of, but I got to be on a video call with a pandemic specialist to talk to a bunch of writers and frankly we're like randos it felt like you ever see the the arrested development with the picture of the of the magician's guild and it's just like a picture of a bunch of <laughs> stage magicians and a wizard with a sign that says we demand it to be taken seriously that's what the audience felt like being in for this pandemic specialist but it actually really reassured <laughs> me it did it was very sensible oh. calming like i found it really calming like it's just oh that is a, good it's a thing it can be dealt with in process. Like we just kind of have to follow the rules and be sensible and take care of each other. Truly. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I gotta say as someone that has worked from home for a while and who is, you know, doesn't live in a, in a, I, I live just outside of Chicago and, you know, cook most of it. Like it, it is funny to me how, how little, lifestyle change I am actually undergoing other than the fact that my kids are now here, which right. is a, a big lifestyle change. In fact, the 14 year old is doing his e-learning uh, down here so that the uh, preschooler and Janice can uh, do some preschooly runaround stuff upstairs. But um, so, yeah, that is a juggle. The like everyone is here all the time. We have instituted multiple. We put schedules together yesterday. Cause it was like, we gotta, we got like, it's not every day is a weekend for sure. And, uh, we have multiple times that are just like quiet time. We have what we call morning chill, which is after, <laughs> after breakfast before things get going. Like the, uh, cause yeah, we live in a, we live in for, for a, for a home. And granted that is a, you know, that is a, a luxury for sure. Uh, we live in a very small home. We live in a two bedroom, four people, you know, um, so yeah, yes, yesterday I was, I was doing exercise. My favorite thing. And I think a lot of people are doing this right now is like, all right, this is different. So now I'm going to change everything. And I was like, I'm exercising at home every day. And I actually found a really great website. If, if you are looking to do something like that called Dara B, um, which is actually a nonprofit, which is great. But, uh, I printed out all these exercises and I did them and I killed myself, but I'm like doing exercises in the living room while the 14 year old is like on his computer working on something and Janice and the preschooler are white. And it was like, this is going to get tight. This is going to get tight for a while. Honestly, you guys, I'm not making, we have to embrace this as an adventure. We got to embrace yes. it. I mean, it's happening. So embrace it for the adventure. It is embrace it for the change that it is. Hug it. Yeah. I mean, I do. I do don't think eat that the there are stop eating the carpet. <laughs> Boy, that's that's a general a advice too. A lot of this will be trying to get the dog not to eat the carpet. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Having to, having to envision getting into a small box to get the dog out is, um, that is hard for my brain to wrap around. She's actually being really good. I think possibly because she's getting taken for a pandemic specialist says walking dogs fine as long as you keep yeah. your distance going outside's fine yeah, and good yeah. so walk the dog so she's going for these much longer walks instead of going to daycare or whatever like right. so she's i think she's building a lot of confidence outside and that's reducing her anxiety a lot because she gets that's to like awesome. hang out with us and, out. yeah or it's i think more that she was developing a fear of other and mm -hmm. um I mean, partially because it was winter and she wasn't. Right. Stop eating. The Cooped up. Okay. You're going to hear me moving around <laughs> eating the carpet again. God damn it. Yeah, our dog uh, is also very anxious and she can tell something's weird. So she does a lot of 
sitting at the door with a very high pitched wine, which is um, that's fun. It's a lot of fun to have just a <laughs> happening constantly. Yeah, and that's normally constantly. you, Dan. That's your job. It is normally me. That is absolutely normally me, but not not today. Not today. Ah, uh, in terms it is, of actually, it is. In- so I. I cannot tell you, Maureen, how much I kicked my own ass with exercising. <laughs> I, I was like, I'm do, I'm, I was like, you know, imagining like Sarah Connor in Terminator 2, like working. And then now I'm just like, I am a broken old man. I ache I'm, all over. It I'm also still- doesn't help now that one of the, one of the symptoms is body aches. And I'm like, oh, it's me. And then I'm like, oh, wait, that's just, from, <laughs> that's from all the lunges I did in the living room. Yeah, maybe maybe take it in steps. Yeah, yeah. I am now realizing I need to I need to slow that down a little bit. I am still attempting to do that couch to 5K program. And I was doing the run the other day and I got a Charlie horse in my calf that was so bananas that it has taken. Oof. It's still a little bit in there, but it took two yeah. days to resolve. I still went out the next day with it and I did my first trial outdoor I, and I, I learned the lesson that going out running outdoors is much different from running on a treadmill inside. Oh, not, yeah. Oh, boy, did I learn that. So I had to backstep a little bit and not do some of the even like, again, I'm in the beginning of a couch to 5K. So that's where like run a yeah. minute. I can walk till the end of the earth. I'm from New York. I walk everywhere all day long. But the running is just something I've never been good at. I also yeah. bought, Dan, a folding bike. Whoa. A folding exercise bike. Apparently, wait, it's really folding, good. Exercise wait, bike. So not like a folding commuter bike, a folding stationary exercise. bike. Yeah, it looks like a big, it almost looks like a big ironing board when you fold it up. Wow. And it's not that expensive and apparently really good. Like effective. Like it was like 120 bucks. And it folds up and you can stick it in the closet. Oh, that's amazing. Right? That is amazing. So I didn't know that anything like that even existed. Yeah, there, there's a lot of them. You can buy folding treadmills, and but apparently the bikes are really good, like because they're they're basically just some pedals, you know, and so you yeah. get a little seat and little handles and little pedals, and you can have a little folding bike. Um yeah. I bought a folding tape. I, I have to admit, I bought a bunch of stuff because uh, I have to kind of that's, create that's create a little works. Robinson Crusoe setup. So I had to. I bought a folding <laughs> table. Yeah. Um, because we don't have a table. I'm like, wait. At some point, we may want a table in the next couple of months. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy this folding table, and that you know, if we and we can take it, you know, outside if we want. Um, drag my folding table outside goddamn picnic um and we already have folding outdoor chairs so i can drag those out oh there you go sit outside um so yeah things like that um we have to yeah embrace it also i want to say dan uh not for nothing that my stardew farm is going to thrive and um oh yeah I had started a new farm a couple weeks ago and i have become a very very good fisher person it's it is a, it is it is a thing that feels impossible and then becomes possible. I have you want to know the trick is? Yeah. They have they have a training rod you can buy. When you buy the training rod, you actually learn how to do it and now I'm so good at fishing Dan. I've caught almost every fish. Wait, there's a training rod in yeah, Stardew you, Valley? You can buy it from the fishing guy. Oh, I think that might be new. Yeah, it's I feel like really, that's a really new good. Feature. I think they realized that nobody could fish, and so they fixed it so people could fish. <laughs> and now I'm really, really, real. I'm like very smug about my fishing abilities. And um, I bought, I got a fish pond, so I raise fish in my fish pond. And the thing about the fish pond is only one type of fish can be in there. And right, that it's it's really good. But every once in a while, a little note appears that the fish want to talk to you. Right, and the fish are very polite. They say things like, we would really like three pieces of driftwood, please. And then you go and you give them three pieces of driftwood and they're like, yay. And they jump up and they multiply. 
But the other day, Dan, I got this, I got this rainbow trout pond and I got a message and my fish wanted to talk to me. And the fish were like, we'd feel a lot more comfortable with two emeralds, please. Like, what the <laughs> fuck, fish? What the fuck? What kind I of fish the, needs two emeralds? I think the salmon, the salmon asks you for a diamond. Are you kidding me? No, but then you can, if you take the salmon eggs and uh, put it into the same pot that you make jam with, you will get uh, caviar. Oh, and I've, you been, can, uh, I've been pickling yeah. all my fish eggs. Are you, what, yeah. what do you think I am, but, poor? But very specifically, you get, it versus uh, the other ones, you get a caviar, which then helps with that, the final, the Jojo Mart uh, basket that you need to fill. Wow, I see, I've never I've never gotten that far. But I feel like I'm really oh, making people Stardew Valley for those of you that don't know yeah. is a great thing to be playing right now. You oh, get yeah. a little idyllic farm in a town that's both uh normal and weird mm-hmm. and uh uh you should go back and listen to our Stardew cast that we did low what through 2 years ago. <laughs> But occasionally your fucking fish will ask for emeralds and that's yeah. weird. Um, also, anyway, I there's a bunch of they have updated it recently with a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you played it and kind of finished it, uh, it is a it is almost an entirely new game. Yeah, they've, they've put some good stuff in. Um, I, I will tell you, I continue. One of the big things is learning about everybody in the town, meeting our neighbors, giving them gifts. And I continue to ignore the fuck out of everybody in the town, just like I did before. So every once in a while, I give them surprise gifts of things that they largely don't want. So, um, you know, I, I just give them my weird things and they're like, why, why did you do this? I also go throw their trash at night, always. Like I'm constantly going through my neighbor's garbage. <laughs> That's a fourteen-year-old does the same thing. Oh, I if you love, get caught yeah. doing it though. You lose, you lose hearts with people. I know they don't like it when you go through their trash. I'm like, I got to no. go through your trash. My For fish good reason. Need, my fish need emeralds. <laughs> uh, I love Stardew Valley. We, we, me and Janice and the fourteen-year-old have a shared farm that we all play together now, and the and the preschooler sits between us and kind of tells us all what to do as we go. I think that we're uh, we're all evolving into this situation, and it's it's it, you don't have to figure out immediately how you're going to do it. It's going to be one of those things that don't expect on day one that you're gonna be like, I know exactly how I'm going to do all of this. This it's just yeah. like anything else. You learn as you go, and you can, you know, just kind of have an idea, ease into it. Um, it's a chance to kind of develop some good new habits that you've been meaning to take up. Yeah, I mean, as we we have said in in relation to other things on this podcast over time, it is a marathon, not a sprint right oh. now. So well. you, sh- you, you sure don't have to get everything right uh, on day one. And uh, you don't also don't have to blow through every single activity and thing you think about all in one shot. Oh, yeah, don't do that. Give yourself I saw so and, many people like baking 40 things this weekend and I was like, what are you doing on Monday? Yeah. Yeah, you got time. Yeah, stretch out a little bit. Sleep in. <laughs> no, don't sleep in. Or sleep in. I don't care. Do what you want. Um, <laughs> Do what you want. Um, literally, there will be reading is just one of those things you can really, really get into. There's lots of books yeah, out in the world. I I made what, what did not seem like a mistake at the time, Maureen, but I got new glasses ahead of all of this, and they are progressive lensed glasses so that I can read better, but it turns out I can't read at all with them, so that's mm. awesome. Okay. <laughs> I, can, I can read a computer screen from a normal computer screen distance, but a book, I can't. I can't do it, and now I'm now I'm stuck. Can you get some readers? So that's great. I mean, they're supposed to be built into these these glasses. That was the whole point. But uh, I, uh, yeah, it's mistakes were made. It's all right. I'll get through it. And mistakes will continue to be made, but that's okay. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. We'll all be making a lot of mistakes. 
<sighs> I hope, how else can we kind of reassure everybody out there in Tezuvia? I mean, I think the main thing is it's what a thing that I think is actually kind of amazing to witness is how many people have gotten creative and generous and started doing really interesting things in an incredibly short amount of time, you know, um, we were last night kind of Janice and I were thinking about stuff to kind of plunk the plunk the preschooler in front of uh, today and discovered that Mo Willems, who is a children's book author, wrote Don't Let the Pigeon Ride the Bus and that sort of thing is now doing a daily stream at noon where he doodles and talks about drawing. And, you know, he's like kind of has this almost Mr. Rogers-esque presence and um you know, I've seen multiple artists hosting drawing sessions and um, my friend Mike Montero has stood up this thing called the Quarantine Book Club, which uh, is bringing authors onto Zoom to hang out with. I'm actually doing one on Friday at 11 Central. So go to quarantinebookclub.com and get a ticket. He is uh, the tickets are cheap but they do help both uh, the design firm that he runs and uh, any author that's on it gets a little bit. Um, but yeah, come hang out on Friday. But they're just, to me, it, it is, as someone that often stands up things quick and doesn't quite know what they are going to be, um, it is really fun to see so many people trying that right now. And that's I think that we'll, we'll only see that more in time. That was my first thought is to do like a live stream thing. And that is what I plan on doing as a kind of daily or semi, you know, or so I'm working out the schedule, but Auntie MJ's, uh, empty MJ schoolhouse where you could come yeah. hang out with me every day. I'm setting that up in my office. Um, so that's part of my plan too. Yeah. Like it's, and I, and just the way people have been coming together and being generous and, um, you find out a lot about who people are. Yeah. And I think we should just mention the T word. I, <laughs> for even people that thought he was smart, Trump is now being pretty clearly exposed. Yeah. Because not to be too blunt about this, but the people that will suffer the most are Trump voters. Right. If they, if they followed his lead, they're going to suffer. And the people that are most vulnerable are tend to be the same demographic that, that are his vote. Like the, the chickens have come home to roost. Yeah. So I think there's going to be, because you know what, did you even think about the democratic primary this week, Dan? Did you? Well, funny you should mention that Maureen, because I was supposed to be an election judge in the Democratic primary in Illinois that is happening today, right now. Uh, I was supposed to be a poll worker. I was supposed to be handing people their voting cards and uh, collecting ballots and all of that sort of thing. And uh, last week, after zero communication whatsoever from the county clerk, I realized that I was carrying an incredible amount of anxiety around the idea of spending 12 hours in a enclosed church uh, rec room with, you know, people filing in and out all day, handing them things and them handing me things. And I realized I couldn't do that. I did not feel good about it, but I, I canceled. Mm. Um, and uh, it is still happening today, believe it or not. Uh, we mail voted. Uh, in fact, we have to walk over and put our put our ballots in the in the in the post box uh today but yeah i mean it is things are moving so quickly ohio actually last night there was a lot of drama but the governor of ohio who has who has been a remarkable kind of ahead of the curve leader in all of this um if you are not paying attention to the moves that the state of ohio has made it seems like almost every other state does whatever they did the next day um but he canceled uh he canceled or he delayed the primary till June. Um, 
and there was actually quite a bit of court wrangling last night to make that happen. But um, but yeah, Illinois there, it's polls are open, um, but I don't think it's going very well in part because of people like me. Unfortunately, I feel quite guilty about it. No, I think you made the right call. I mean, I did, but it's also it's like it was an impossible it's an it's an impossible situation, right? Like, I think that that is one of the things that is so wild about right now is how many things are moving so quickly that the the and there is no leadership from on top that it is all improvised every government every governor is improvising right now you know um even within well, states right it's a like lot of northern seeing... california is locked down southern california is only mildly locked you know it's like right. what yeah. Local leadership, local leadership. Um, I have to say in our community here in New York, there's been fantastic local leadership, not from the mayor, but from <laughs> who went to the gym yesterday, right? Look, <laughs> our mayor is a magical man. He is, uh, he's, he's something. Um, I, our response in New York when people were going to, I mean, because we're, so it's March. Today's St. Patrick's Day as we record. One of my least favorite holidays. Yeah. It is the Santa Con oh, yeah. of Spring. Um, it is a terrible day to be in New York. And uh, one of my silver linings is those assholes are home. So I take what I can get. Um, but people in New York were shouting at people at brunch like, go the fuck home. It's not worth brunch. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. People were shouting from windows, go the fuck home at people who were brunching or people that were out running had <laughs> banners, had banners on their back that as they ran by, it flapped the wind, said, go the fuck home. I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's how we deal with this shit. Um, yeah, it's really locally really good leadership in terms of transparency yeah. good messaging um good protocols um yeah i have to informed. say in illinois we we elected a billionaire governor uh hmm. in the last gubernatorial election and he has been remarkable actually he has been a very very good leader through this he he is uh, at the podium every day uh, for daily updates and has been for since I believe, you know, 10, 10 days or so at this point. Um, he, you know, shut down schools a little quicker than others. He shut down, you know, bars and, and all of that uh, after St. Patrick's Day reveling happened over the weekend. He he got pissed and shut it down. Um, he got on Twitter and started swearing at the president, which is always appreciated um, after they um, after they instituted new screening policies uh, for international travelers and the waits at O'Hare Airport turned to, you know, five, six hours. Um, that wasn't great. The O'Hare stuff. No, but it was it was every airport uh, that had it. And that was that was the federal government. You know, it's, he was like, this is this is customs. We got no control over customs. Um, so oh, yeah, I, didn't mean I it mean, was it's his fault. I meant the no. whole let's drag everybody home all at once without a plan. Yeah. Weird. Right. Um, I mean, it is, it has been great to see how many local leaders at all sorts of different levels have stepped up. Um, but they are stepping up to fill a void that is, and should never have existed. Right. But you local know, government is... can be. Like I think we're get we're really gonna see the importance of local races. You're gonna get to to know your local politicians, and maybe we'll get like more engagement with that. You know, just because we, I mean, here's something I can remember as a New Yorker on nine eleven, for seventy two hours or a week, Rudy Giuliani, that guy, did a good job. He really did. Yeah. Uh, I have to say, like, uh, people have their moments. And he took the moment and he was 
firm and clear. And I, I'm not making any excuses for Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, you know how I feel about Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> you know how we feel about Rudy, about Rudy Giuliani. Giuliani. But like he got that morning when everything was shit was going down. He tried to get to the command center. They, it blew up. You know, they 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 basically axed their way into a fire station, set up a remote comms unit, and gave a speech with clear directions. Because yeah. people just really need directions, like wrap your face, walk uptown. Like that was it. Like basically, it was like you just yeah. need to walk uptown. It was here's what's going to happen here, and and people, you'll see what people can do, and what people can put. And I think we're going to see amazing, truly. I think we're going to see amazing networks of people working together. Because you know what? Also, all of the policies that are being proposed in progressive policy the 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 warrens the bernies etc you're going to see what these policies why they exist and why they're good yeah like why we yeah. need uh, why we need a better medical network i mean we-, we are we are in real time experiencing what the fuck it means to have your health care attached to your employment. Yep. Which has always been insane. It's always been just insane. unconscionable at a moment where the job losses and job pauses and all of this stuff that we're, you know, that we're seeing unfold. I mean, it's just, it is, it does feel like we have an opportunity here for, designing a better a better yeah. thing on the other side of this all the pieces are uh, thrown up in the air we everything's on the table now we can rearrange them yeah you know the same the same way that i am like i need to get in better shape than i'm in right now you know that same that same thing is true for civic life for government for all of that and if you're really trying to get your fishing together in stardew this is really your time to get to know the the guy that runs the fish shop um, to investigate different <laughs> types of rods and actually really actually learn to use some of the sinkers and the bobby things and the which is spinny spinnies and uh, different types of bait um, and really get uh, out there and try to catch your own puffer fish. I have taken my in, in, in our Stardew farm, Maureen. So uh, Janice is the, the minor. I'm the farmer and the 14 year old tends to run around and give everyone gifts. And, um, and I have taken my farming into, into real life. Now I planted a little victory garden in our dining room with the, with the, um, with the preschooler. We were growing some lettuce. Mm -hmm. We've got, uh, which, which I think you had DM me. He was like, I'm trying to figure out if I can grow some lettuce. But yeah, we're we. Ooh, ooh, I, can I say I something some about that? Seeds. Can yes. I say something about that? Yes. For my birthday two years ago, my mother bought me one of those Aeropod hydroponic. Oh, machines, nice! Yeah, which I'd put back in the closet, and I whipped that thing out, and I was like, "I'm growing lettuce in my office, motherfuckers!" And I order a whole bunch of pods, and I'm gonna grow some motherfucking lettuce in my motherfucking little yeah, machine thing. Yeah. Yeah, then I am. Yeah, we've got we've got lettuce planted. We have some. We have a couple of uh, spices. Mm-hmm. Planet, I think it was actually herbs. Helen Rosner. Yes, herbs. herbs. Not Thank spices. you. You're not. I don't. Think <laughs> I don't you're... know. I don't know anything, Maureen. Uh, herbs. Yeah, we planted some herbs. Helen Rosner actually was the one that was like, plant some herbs. And, yeah. You know, in a in a couple months, you'll have uh, something delicious in your food. But yeah, I even I even ordered a few more pots to be delivered. And can I just say, as I'm talking about ordering things, God bless delivery drivers. And yeah. postal employees, like that, they they have Grocery always store been. Workers. Yeah, yeah, you know, health and good lord, health health workers that are that are listening, all the love to you. But um, it is it is interesting to see what the backbone really is. You know what our um what our systems really look like, and and being able to still open a computer and place an order and get some things to the front of my house that uh, I can then 
wipe down and open um, is incredible and incredibly lucky. And I, thanks to all of the systems that are in place to make that still happen. Yeah. I mean, we we can't thank everybody enough for who and all the helpers. Yeah. And, and, uh, and to that end, I want to give a little bit of a shout out to the Sezhuvia group on Facebook, who have been incredible helpers to each other. But very specifically, there's been a whole thread by Sezhuvians that work at grocery stores and who have been kind of talking about their experience has been incredible, including giving advice on kind of how best to do it. They're they're big proponents of delivery. Um but, you know, I mean, y'all are y'all are doing amazing stuff. And generally speaking, there have just been great things. I loved Janice is the moderator of the Facebook group. And so she shows me stuff uh, as it comes in. One was somebody set up their coping shelf. So they just have a little shelf of things and they can kind of concentrate and, and look and, you know, sort of meditate on those things. There yes. actually is a running group that has formed. Yes. Um, a little group of Sezhuvians, including Janice is in it, that have been doing running or walking uh, 5Ks and logging, you know, when they do it. Um, there have been a I bunch of join. people doing. Uh, you yeah. do got to join. Yeah. Get in there. Get in there. Um, you know, people giving tips on how to work from home or g- giving tips on educational resources for parents that are suddenly trying to figure it out. It's Is there it a has dog been... farting group, Dan? Is there a group on coping with dog farting? I don't know if there's a group that's coping with dog farting, but there are a lot of pet photos and and that sort of thing going around, including these two hamsters that are just, or guinea pigs, I think they are, that are amazing. And if um, there's anything that we could do, like, to help, for example, bonus content you want to hear or ways that people need to help, like, if you need help, like, you personally need some help, uh, ways that we can set up to help each other. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is, it is a great community uh, and it is thankfully a a community that has been around for a while, but I would Mm -hmm. highly recommend if you're, if you're a listener and you want to connect with some people that are, that are doing really great things for each other, you know, uh, Facebook slash groups slash says Whovians is, is a real nice place to be. For sure. And a shout out to Janice, I have to say, who is working, working and working to uh, absolutely keep at that place. And it is it is a private group. You do have to request um, to join. But uh, it, she she approves all requests. It is not like you got to apply or anything. don't cost nothing. It's no, it don't cost nothing. It's just private so that you can talk and your family that follows you on Facebook is not getting blasted, uh, blasted with that. Right. Can I tell you about something cool, Dan? I love cool things, Maureen. It's called BoardGameArena.com. Whoa, what? Yup. BoardGameArena.com and hopefully even more services like this will open up. You can play games like board games online with your friends. Straight up. How? What? I've never heard of this. That's awesome. Uh Uh-huh. BoardGameArena.com, they have Carcassonne, they have King Domino, they have like all, like loads and loads of board oh, games. Oh, it's like virtual versions. Yep. yep. Oh, and they're good. Cool. Like I, I sampled it to see if it was any good. So I was like, eh, because some of those online versions are terrible. No, yeah. like it's the shit. Like the Carcassonne was for real. My, I, I was having a little, it was a little fiddly on my screen. So I might do it. On, I might, I might try it again just to figure out how best to view it because you know, i've heard you, first... you got four monitors in your living room. i'm not Maureen. allowed to now i have <laughs> dan you know what i have monitor envy now i'm not even kidding like i just sit yeah. in i was sitting there watching them and i was like i need to buy another monitor because i, I can't keep like everything's on this one little thing i'm like if yeah. i could have a like i don't use slack because i'm like who wants to flip back and forth between that shit like if i had another monitor i could i think that might not be a terrible idea right now because a lot of stuff will be done like that. So, yeah, I, one of the best bits of bossing that I have witnessed, um, in this past week is, uh, 
I know a lot of folks that work in news and all of them are now trying to to run news newsrooms out of everyone's home. And I saw somebody uh, that I follow, you know, tweet a picture of their of their work setup, which I think was on their kitchen counter. And they were like, and a, and a tiny little laptop. And they were like, God, I really wish I hadn't gotten rid of that monitor. Uh, the last time I moved and their boss jumped in and responded, order one and expense it. And Mm. was like, that is awesome. That is good bossing right there. If you are a manager or a boss right now and your people are working at home, make sure they have the things they need. Um, and if your organization can afford it, absolutely. Order it and expensive, expensive. But yeah, a second monitor for your laptop is uh, is a good thing. And the last time I bought a monitor, which I, I use when we are recording uh, and when I'm editing, I was shocked at how inexpensive they were. I have a little TV in my office that I never use. I wonder if that can just be a monitor. You can. It's not TVs uh, uh, like an HG, HD TV totally work as a monitor. They're not great for small text and things like that mm. it's a little they're a little bit fuzzier than Let's you would see how much than you monitors. Would think expect. I, know, I want to know right like now a, you can get a 20 some odd inch monitor for under a hundred dollars monitor let's see here monitor oh i want oh look at this curvy one. Oh, now i'm just gonna be like that asshole all right all right all right all right i could get a hp 23 inch hd monitor 109. Yeah. You know, I mean, as somebody that that used to run a small publishing company and had to buy a lot of monitors back in like 2000, it is uh, the idea that a monitor can cost $100 is amazing to me. (laughs) All right. Now I have a lot of monitor envy. I also have to put another dog bed in my office because usually I close off my office to her, but I have to. uh, Why am I telling you these things? I like it. it. You're getting prepared, Maureen. You're getting yeah. prepared. I got a folding bike. Well, I'm going to try to encourage her to sleep in my office. Uh, yeah. And because uh, she's she's busy. And, uh, yeah. you know, we have to we have to move some stuff around. I'm going to pull out my folding bike when it comes, you know. And I would I would highly recommend folks. And, and this is couched with the massive statement of if you have the means. You know, yeah. Um, but right now is the time to be planning for what happens if if where you're living gets into a shelter in place situation like the Bay Area is right now, you know, because, um, you know, if you have some freedom of movement, if you have the ability to start thinking about what what do I not have in my space right now that I would like to have or how do I need to rearrange it? Like now's the time to do it for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I sort of assume that's where we're heading here. Everyone will head there. I mean, we're kind of there already. I don't know what right. the precise difference is between shelter in place and um, what we're doing now. Do you know what the precise yeah. difference is? Um, so I also don't know the precise difference. I do know that all retail that is not considered sort of essential retail is shut down, right? Um, and essential retail is like grocery stores and pharmacies and hardware stores, um, and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, and, and the basic requirement is stay where you are. Right. Um, I believe that the, you are able to go out for exercise and things like that. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it is, it is, it is, you know, we, I have basically locked down it here, you know, just to keep my family. We're, we're out of the mix. Um, but in the Bay area now for the next three weeks that that's where they're at. So think about that and think about what adjustments you would need to make if that is not where you're at right now. Cause we may well be. Yeah, I guess being in New York that our we're not we're we're kind of there and we're kind of not. I I mean like bars and restaurants yeah. have closed. Um I haven't actually looked to see if stores are open. I was in I mean, I was in the pet store a week ago. Um or like 6 days ago. So it might as well have been 2 years ago. Um 
Uh, so I don't know, but I mean, I assume that we're, we're going to be there really, really soon. And, um, what also one thing I did in my building was I printed out a sign that said, if you need someone to do your shopping for you, put a note at my door and I'll go and do it for you. Um, and I think volunteering, if you can to do someone else's shopping, uh, is a big yeah. deal. Like if you have elderly neighbors, and you can do their shopping for them, that's huge. Yeah. So um, uh, trying to do that. I would also highly recommend if you can do your shopping virtually and get it delivered. Mm -hmm. um, and that tip. keeps, and yeah, and obviously tip like crazy, but that does keep the load of the grocery store lower, um, which every grocery person I've heard says, please Please do delivery if you can, because we can manage the store better that way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I just because I looked on CNN to see what the shelter in place meant. And I saw a great headline that said this student created a network of shopping angels to help the elderly get groceries, which is the same thing I just said, like helping people get their groceries. I I signed up for New York Cares a while ago, so I know they're going to start organizing Corona virus uh teams to help like shopping and get to getting food to people um and also a lot of people are going to be short of money yeah and food so this is what money was made for times like this so um i'm definitely i i'm gonna money to food banks just money yep. to people. Like if people need it, like I'm like here, you know, just, uh, and I'll, I'm going to put an envelope on my door with tips for the UPS delivery yeah. people, you know, take the money. Um, I know it's a lot. And if you can't do it, then, you know, you can't do it. And, you know, if people can help you, then it's, it's all for us to go around in a circle now to help each other. Yep. So yeah. definitely if you're, if you if you if there's something that say as a group we can do, like maybe let's see if we can help out each other on the says who group, like just helping anybody out that yeah. that needs it, community wise. Yeah, I mean it's it's already started to happen in the in the Facebook group. I one of the one of the most poignant things that happened was somebody came into the group and basically said that they're they can't stock up because they don't have any any money and literally within moments it says who I didn't was see like, that and I send you some money oh like, I'll literally, do that. like and multiple says Whovians have now have now sent this person this person some money which is which is incredible you know um yeah I mean we're gonna we're gonna get through this y'all and we're gonna be here alongside you as much as anyone is alongside anyone right now oh yeah we won't be um, close we'll be distant yeah but, but distant, but close in your ear, in your yeah. ears. We've been in your ears for three years. We've been through a lot. And we're going to be in your ears still. And part of that is because it says who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth, who continues to be a little space of wonder and joy on Twitter. We love you, Darth. You can contact us at Says Who Podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that is H-E-Y, at SaysWhoPodcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook, for real. Join it at slash groups slash Says Whovians. Our Facebook group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Thank you, Janice. You can spread the word, subscribe, and please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen, and you can join us next Wednesday. March 25th, weeks are long right now. Where will we be then for our next episode? And we'll, we'll be doing more bonus content. Yeah, we, 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 we had a little huddle before we recorded and we were like, we got to get some bonus stuff together. Um, we know we've been a little slacking on that. It's been, uh, it's been a busy couple of months between the impeachment and Maureen's book release. But now who's got anything but time right now? So, um, so we will uh we will get some bonus stuff up for uh for all of you Patreon subscribers that are that are 
that are at that level, including just stuff straight up on the Patreon blog. So you will you will get stuff for that as well. And we you, are here. If, if you don't donate, maybe we'll throw up a couple free bonus episodes as well. Just, you know, because we don't want to make yeah, it a, we'll, a money thing. No, we, we want to give you something to help for everyone those, getting through. Right. Like we want to give support to uh, people that support us. And also, you know, if you can't like then also more for you, like, you know, we want to give. This is all about Indeed. this is all about giving a hundred percent. We could only survive with each other. And that is always true. That is not just true now. It has always been true. It's just more obvious now. None of this is new. It's just more obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And to that end, you can catch me in person as much as anyone is in person at the Quarantine Book Club this Friday at 11 Central. Go to quarantinebookclub.com. You can get a ticket. Within the ticket thing is uh, is a code for free if you do not have the five bucks that it, that it costs. Um, but join. It's going to be via Zoom. We'll just talk. I don't I don't actually have a book, but, uh, you know, you we'll might hang out for an hour. It'll be fun. It. I'll do I'll do I'll do Maureen's book. Yeah, it's dedicated to me. So it's basically like I wrote yes. it. Um, yeah. But quarantinebookclub.com They they have a bunch of great authors coming through as well. So um, but that's Friday at 11 a.m. Quarantinebookclub.com. And when I get my shit together. Auntie MJ's schoolhouse. I love it. I, I assume in the next day or two, I should have that shit together. Get your shit together, Maureen. I have a puppet. Order a monitor and a external cam. Well, an external cam. Yeah. It's What's an external the, better cam? Better than the one on your laptop. Like a little webcam. Oh, don't. We'll I talk. Just... We'll talk. I thought I was supposed to use my phone. What? I don't know how oh anything boy. works, Dan. All uh, right, we'll we'll figure this out. <laughs> I will help you troubleshoot. It's easy. We'll get it. We'll get it done. And Auntie MJ's schoolhouse coming to you soon. Quarantine book club already up and running. Thanks to Mike Montero, and uh, and you will see us around the internet as we now see everyone. From my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. Well, the puppy's fallen asleep, finally. Aww. She always falls asleep at the end. She is she is like, <laughs> I don't know works. what this whole new thing is. Where Just like our listeners. That's right. We love you guys. From my from my little my little nest in New York City where I look down on everyone with love. You know, from a place of love, from a place of togetherness, and where I see the the connections between. I feel like this is a thing we could lose with this whole new world. In throughout each other, but also within each other, when we we come together as separate, but but togetherness from a place of of love, Tim. That's right. I'm back. Place of love and community. What does community mean? Commune uh, plus an itty. Itty? What's an itty? I don't know. That's the whole point. I don't know. All right. Are you signing out? No, Dad, I'm signing in on That's... humanity. I'm I'm opting in that as I as I retreat physically, uh... I I move forward spiritually and emotionally. I'm opting in. I'm signing mm-hmm. in, Dan. Cool. Perfect. Yep. I'm going great forward. Say, do the say your name part. What does my name even matter, Dan? My name is <sighs> humanity. And the 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 entity that is my face on the microphone at this that point. Is Maureen is part of the larger mass of us. So I am signing in as us and out as Maureen, but mm-hmm. in as us. So the in is more than the out. Okay. All right. You know, just sign out however you want. I'm not signing out. I'm signing, signing in. in. God damn it. I'm signing in. Just Okay. That's great. The podcast has no. <laughs> People have a lot of other podcasts to listen to. We need to move. Let them move on. 
Well, they got a lot of time to listen. So the longer this goes on, the better, because you don't want to be too short right now. You want more and more time and just just go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just like really bulk it out. You know what I'm saying? Like really bulk it out. You know what I'm saying? Really bulk it out. Bulk Uh, it out. And I'm making a face like bulk Mm -hmm. it out. I'm like puffing out one cheek, bulk it out. You know what I'm saying, Dan? Opt in, bulk it Mm -hmm. out. That's what I'm saying. You get it. Okay. Do you want to talk for another two hours? That's great. No. Do you want me to sing you a song? No. I will say that the scratchy back of my throat that I've been worried about all morning has gone away during the duration of this talk. So that is... I, I got things one. Things are looking up. But I'm pretty sure... You got a scratchy it's, throat? It's allergy season and it's raining here. And that, yeah. you know, March and allergy That's season, it tickles the back of your throat. Don't all right. freak out. Time to sign out. Time to in. Sign, sign off. In. S- sign si- in. No. It's time to just sign off of this podcast. Signing on. I'm signing on oh, to humanity. Signing. You for, you keep messing that up, Dad. I'm, and but there are no yeah. mistakes. Like you're not messing it up. You're doing it right. But I'm saying I'm signing in okay. and on. It's People great. love this. This is great because nope, they're no, full of love. I don't know about that. All right. Mm-hmm. Signing in as us. Yeah. Okay. This has been Says Who. But it continues to be Says Who. It has no border around. It has no limit. Sure. It has no edge. Just great. All right. I'm pressing stop. Press start. Press start, Dan. It's time to start, not stop. You know what I'm saying? We started. We did it. We done it. Yep. We're doing it. This has been Says Who.